0: All right, Major Gift Fundraiser here with Clark Van Deventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos días. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. All right, in the last episode I talked about how this idea do people give to people, right? Like you you may have heard that before, people give to people. I'm always saying that people get to mission, right? Like that's what donors tell us they're interested in, mission, vision, values, right? So you ought to be talking about mission, vision, values, but like your mission, you may think that your organization is awesome and that no other organization out there, even all those other organizations that have a similar mission, you may think that you are far more effective at delivering and accomplishing your mission than all those other organizations, but still, right that's not enough like you have to have a personal relationship with your donors right like there's lots of organizations that fulfill something similar to your mission There, there are all right there's other organizations out there with a similar mission I hate to break it to you you're not that unique okay there are other organizations with a similar mission so yes mission is important. So, but after you have a mission fit with your donor, now like if you want to get the major gift, you got to have a real and genuine personal relationship with your donors. All right? And donors have told us this. We conducted this series of interviews with donors who've given 5, 6 and 7-figure gifts, and one of them talked about it using that particular phrase, a real and genuine personal relationship. All right? So you can access these interviews, they're for free at tinyurl.com slash secrets. tinyurl.com slash secrets. All right, a Major Guest Fundraiser, we're committed to helping you raise more money than ever before. No tricks about it. Starts with deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. We're here to help you do that. So find out how. Go to majorguestfundraiser.com. Or just shoot me an email at, at fundraisercom That's fundraisercom I want to talk more about the relationship, right? So having a mission fit isn't enough. I keep talking about once you have a mission fit with your donors, you have to have a real and genuine personal relationship with your donors. And I want to talk in this episode about becoming a trusted advisor, to your donors and i want to share 10 traits of trusted advisors so your donors have no way of knowing whether what you are telling them is actually true all right so you're going you're going into a meeting you're sharing lots of facts and figures and case studies and talking about the work that your organization has done all right your donors have no way of knowing whether or not what you're actually telling them is true. They will decide whether or not to trust you based upon your relationship. So uh, there's a, a study done years ago on Rydell glasses. So Rydell glasses are like this, the, the standard um, glass. Like this is the this is the top of the line glasses you can drink, that you can buy. Not just for drinking wine, but Rydell will tell you, Every beverage has a glass, a particular vessel that that is perfect for that beverage. So if you want to drink water, if you want to drink Bordeaux, if you want to drink scotch, if you want to drink Kool-Aid, right? Rydell will say we have the perfect glass, the perfect shape for that. And and they say that things actually taste better. A, a Bordeaux wine will taste better in a Rydell glass than a will a standard glass. It, 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 they actually enhance the flavor. Same for water, even. Rydell tells you this. All right. So, and and actual uh, testings that have been done, taste testings that have been done, confirm sort of this truth. Until you do these double blind tests. So, and, and those double blind tests reveal that it makes no difference. Blind test show that it does make a difference. Double blind test, no difference. So a taster will taste a a wine in a standard glass and then they will say it actually tastes better in a Rydell glass. But double blind tests prove that's not true. But people believe it's true. And the reason wine tastes better in a Rydell glass is because people want it to, all right? Good experiences become self-fulfilling prophecies. I'm always saying this. This is why most of our donors have good experiences with our organizations because they have low expectations. They just don't, they don't expect much. Um, Your opportunity lies in low expectations. Donors think you are there to handle a transaction, but you're there to become a trusted advisor. All right, the key to becoming a trusted advisor is to stop thinking about the money. I don't want you to think about the money that your donor is going to give you. All right, I want you to think about the relationship that you're developing, the mission that you want to accomplish together, all right? And think about your donor as a friend, all right, with sh- with shared values and a shared mission with you. All right. So, the way to be as rich as Bill Gates is to care more about writing code than being rich, all right? So, the way to become a trusted advisor to your donors is to care more about your donors than their money. All right, your donors are not wallets with people attached. All right, they are human beings. They are individuals. So I want to run through now 10 traits of trusted advisors. Number one, trusted advisors are inclined to focus on the donor rather than themselves. They have enough self-confidence to listen without judging. All right, they have enough curiosity to inquire without presupposing the answer. They have a willingness to see donors as partners on a great journey, all right? And they have enough ego strength to subordinate their own ego, all right? Trusted advisors aren't focused on themselves. They're happy to put the spotlight on the donor. Number two, all right? 10 traits of trust advisors. Number two they focus on the donor as an individual not a person fulfilling a role all right again this is not a a wallet with a human attached okay (laughs) like this is this is a human being not just like a tool in your shed all right they realize the trusted advisor realizes that the donor is a complete person all right so Matters discussed go outside and beyond the organization and how the donor can help the organization, which means like you get to know who your donor's favorite baseball team is. You ask them about their recent ski trip. All right, you, you understand what it is that they love and what they're passionate about because you don't just view them fulfilling a role. You're not a robot. Your donor's not a robot. You're not going into a meeting just asking strategic questions about your organization. They're a human being. All right. Number three, 10 traits of trusted advisors. They believe that a continued focus on problem definition is more important than technical or content mastery. All right. So trusted advisors who are fundraisers, they understand that it's great to know current tax law, what the, what the tax law is regarding IRAs or whatever. And it's good to know how many students went through your programs this past year or, or how many uh, people you serve meals to or whatever it is that your organization does. It's great to know all those facts and figures. But that information is meaningless if they aren't able to identify and respond to a donor's objections to giving a gift. All right, like technical mastery, that's not what's going to win gift right problem definition is all right number four and ten traits of a trusted advisor they show a strong competitive drive i think great fundraisers are competitive they want to be successful all right but that competitive drive is not aimed at competitors but at finding new ways to serve the donor all right so trusted advisors are donor focused, like, they're not worried about what other development officers in their office are doing. So you're, you're like one of five development officers in your office, like you're not competing against them. Like you're competitive, but you're competitive at figuring out how to serve your donors. All right, so you're not, you're not worried about what other development officers are doing unless you can get a good idea. From one of them so you're not worried about what development officers for other organizations are doing you're only worried about serving your donor all right number five and ten traits of trusted advisors all right trust advisors are consistently focused on doing the next right thing rather than aiming for specific outcomes all right they have enough self-confidence to not become set on a specific goal all right they let the relationship take its course. So you may say, hey, my goal is to close a $100,000 gift with this donor by the end of the year. And here it is, September. And you you learn some things that, that make you think that this is not the right thing. But you're not set on asking for $100,000 because darn it, that was your goal. All right. Instead, you are focused on doing the next right thing all the time. All right. And that comes with confidence. All right. All right, number six, trusted advisors are motivated more by an internalized drive to do the right thing than by their organization's rewards or dynamics, okay? I like to call trusted advisors the Dalai Lama of their office, all right? Nothing rattles them. They're cool as a cucumber, all right? Like they have an internal drive to do what's right. Like, sure, am I going to get a bonus for this? Am I going to get a pay raise for this? Is, uh, how, how is how are my actions going to, to relate uh, and, and impact office dynamics? Like, you're not so much worried about that. You're driven by the desire to do the next right thing for your donor. All right, number seven and 10 traits of trusted advisors. They view techniques and processes as a means to an end. They are useful if they work, and discarded if they don't. Okay, again, donor-focused, not process-focused, okay? Fundraising is an art, not a a science, so best practices are thrown out the window if an individual donor does not respond to them. So I have another line I like to use, which is um, that I need to always be um, skeptical of what experience has taught me. Which, when you've had a couple thousand donor meetings, like I have in my career, and worked with hundreds or thousands of donors, it's easy for me to say, like, oh, this is just like this, here's the process that worked with this donor, but I'm not working with that donor, right? I'm working with an individual in front of me. So I'm donor-focused, not process-focused. All right, number eight and 10 traits of trusted advisors. Trusted advisors Believe successful donor relationships are tied to an accumulation of quality experience. So trusted advisors seek out interactions with their donors. They would never avoid a donor or dodge a phone call. Like they want to put themselves in front of their donors. They want to have lots of quality experiences with their donors. Number nine and 10 traits of trusted advisors. Trusted advisors believe that selling is a form of serving. Okay, like it's like me in in, in my business as as a coach and a consultant to nonprofit organizations, like at some point I have to sell you. At some point, like I want you to, to buy our products and services. Why? So that I can serve you. That's what I do every morning when I get up. Like how can I serve my clients? How can I make their lives better? Like, what do they need? You know? And so for you, like at some point, you are going to sell your donor. And selling your donor is a form of serving. All right? When you ask your donor, when the time comes to ask them to give a gift, you are serving the donor. Because the donor will get tremendous joy out of giving a gift to your organization. So asking the donor... For a gift is serving the interest of the donor. Like, that's your goal, is to help them accomplish their goals. Like, how does the mission of your organization dovetail with their own personal mission in life? You're helping them achieve their goals. All right, and then number 10, 10 traits of trusted advisors. They believe, trusted advisors believe there's a distinction between business life and private life. But they're both super personal. All right, like seriously, our business lives are very personal. All right, so they understand, trusted advisors understand that the same rules that apply in our private lives also apply in our business lives. We become a trusted advisor to friends in our private lives because we care about them. We become a trusted advisor to our donors, like, when we actually care about them. Like we ought to actually love our donors. Like, do you love your donors? That's the question. Like, and if you don't, like, I, I don't know what to say. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, our donors are, these people share the same values that we, like, the, the cause that you've given your life to, the organization that you work for. Like you're giving your life energy by by showing up every day at work. They're giving their life energy by their hard earned dollars, the money that they've earned, they're giving it to you. They're giving you your life energy because you to the same cause, to the same mission. So you have shared values with your donors. Like how how could they not just be friends? All right. So that's it. Ten traits of trusted advisors. I hope you love your donors. They are awesome people who care about the same things that you care about. All right, We're here, again, to help you have deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors than you ever thought possible so that you can raise more money than you ever thought possible so you can stop thinking about how you're going to make your budget and start thinking about what you're going to do with the surpluses. Love to work with you and serve you. That's what I ask myself every morning. Remember, how do I serve my clients? All right, so reach out, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. If you have topics you'd like me to address in an episode shoot me an email at, Clark at made you gifts Fundraiser.com. and what are you waiting for go to tinyurlcom secrets and you don't have to take my word for it when i tell you this is why donors give all right i can tell you based on my experience in more than 2000 donor meetings why i think donors give but in this program it's a free program you can listen to donors who've given five, six, and seven-figure gifts. In their own words, talk about why they give. So check it out, tinyurl.com slash secrets. All right, thanks for listening, and have a great day.